Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It's not easy to be in the department store business these days, right? And yet Canada has a long and storied history of iconic department store brands. But in this modern marketplace, if they're still around, it's a fight for the customer and what else they can do with those names. The Hudson's Bay Company remains a well-known name in this country. You know that. This week, they're busy reviving the Zellers brand name. And not only that, here in Vancouver, there's lots of talk about what's going to be done with that flagship building at the corner of Georgia and Granville. What is going to happen to this important building and how will this impact not just downtown Vancouver, but the city overall? Well, that we can actually talk about right now. For more on it, we're joined by Andrew Wallace, Vice President Development of the Hudson's Bay Company. Andrew, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, I know it's a busy wig for you. You've got Zellers going on. That launched downtown too, didn't it? It did launch. It, op- it opened up this week. And you know, the, bringing Zellers into... Uh, into the bays is, is part of the, the strategy that that we're working on uh, on the on the real estate end, which is you know, finding the the right size and the right use for these uh, f- for the property that you know, makes sure that the bay continues in, a, in its historic home, and that home is is brought back to a uh, to a condition that's uh, you know, com- commiserate with the stewardship that we take. Uh, seriously of the heritage property. Right. So let's talk about the revitalization of that building. Is that a priority for the company? It's absolutely a priority of the company. Um, to be honest, the building the building was built in four sections dating back to 1913. And even though it's a unified facade, it's really four buildings in, in one. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's an older building. It needs uh, major upgrades for, uh, for aesthetic and also for... Um, for structural purposes, and so you know, the first, the first step in looking at the building is you know making sure it's going to be around for you know another 100, 150 years, um, and you know, and then within that context, you start to look at at program. Right. How tricky is that though? Because you say what people see is they see the outside, they see this historic facade, right? That must be very tricky to talk about, not just fixing that, but making sure the facade stays around. What's fantastic is that we have some fantastic local consultants who know this stuff better than, than I ever will, uh, who have been very active in restoring heritage buildings in Vancouver for many years. But it is tricky. It's four, you essentially have four independent buildings sitting behind a facade um, that, you know, that, sort of, that need to be unified and upgraded into, into, one, uh, into one building. All right. What's, what's that process going to be like? What are the plans like? To be honest, they're still under development. So if you go by the building today, you'll see some scaffolding up on Seymour where we've been conducting uh, a uh, investigation right, in order to find out what, what does the concrete look like behind? How are the pins holding on the terracotta? What's the, what's the underlying steel look like? Uh, and it's been, it's, it's been an interesting investigation. We've actually looked at a number of points around the building and uh, you know to see the different construction methods, you know, from the 1913 section to the 25 section, and then find the, the newest section is along uh, is that is right along Seymour, yeah, right after the the Parkade Skybridge, and uh, it's yeah, it's a different 
it's really a different building uh, behind. Uh, Andrew, when you say it's been interesting, I, I make it feel it feels like anybody who's ever done a renovation in their house when they find some things that are unexpected. Should I say expensive or interesting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of got that from when you said interesting. So would you say these things are unexpected, a little bit surprising? No, nothing. You can't be surprised when you open up a building that that's old. Um, frankly, some of the surprises have been in, in, in things that are in good condition that weren't, weren't expected. And then, you know, and then you run into areas where, you know, water seeped in or whatnot. And look, it's, it's all, you know, we're, we knew what we were getting into, and it's what, what makes it interesting uh, and maybe a little more expensive is, uh, is, you know, it's planning ahead. It's knowing now. You know, while we're going through the, uh, the entitlement process, we're taking advantage of this time in order to get a really good understanding of what type of investment and time is going to be needed to bring the, uh, to bring the building back. Okay, what are some of the initial ideas of what could be done with that space? Because you're talking about pretty much the heart of the city right there. It's the heart of the city. It's the heart of downtown. The, the building, when it was built, was you know really helped to create the downtown, and we see it as an opportunity to, uh, to to bring downtown into its next phase, into its next uh, you know to its next de- its next epic. Um, you know, you have other development going on in Granville, which is very exciting. Uh, you've had the, the post open. You have the um, you know, building that's opening. You have the Deloitte. Uh, building is open, so that, you know there's a lot of there's been a lot of new investment in the area, and so as we look to right size the bay and add office to this building, uh, you know we think that the the workers and the economic activity that it'll bring there will be will be highly beneficial. And so when you say add office, so you're talking about building upwards, perhaps, and sharing yeah. that department store space. No, the the department store at this point, the retail would be Hudson's Bay, uh, although not 600,000 square feet plus where it is today. It would be a smaller size, the, the proper size. Uh, and then we would add office on top. So the top couple of floors of the heritage base would be office. And then we would add a, there's going to be a glass tower, um, which would add a, you know, another another about 12 stories to the building. Um, what was, what's been... Uh, a lot of the process is, you know, we, we weren't looking to add a glass tower on top of a heritage base, right? We spent a lot of time with the architects and designers doing our best to make sure that the tower, while highly efficient and functional and proper for a modern office tenant, didn't overpower the base. And that for, you know, for the, for the vast majority of people, when you walk by any building, you, it's the first couple of stories that you see. And so, you know, purposely really focus in on what the heritage base is going to be, because that's that defines the streetscape. That defines what it's going to feel like to be in downtown. I, I guess I'll take this. This is a, a positive for Vancouver because all it seems like we talk about these days are the kind of troubles that that area seems to be having, particularly that stretch of Granville Street. So do you see this as an investment in the city? It's absolutely. An, it's a reinvestment in the city. We've been here for a very long time, and we intend to stay here for a very long time. So it's it's an investment in the city that you know, certainly we, we believe deserves investment. We wouldn't, we wouldn't do it otherwise. What's the timeline like for this project? A lot of that is tied to the rezoning process at this point. Um, so, you know, as we, as we work with the city, as we, and as we, as we move through, um, we'll, we'll, we'll know better what the timeline is. And I'm hoping over the next couple of months we'll be, uh, we'll be able to make some representations on when, you know, when we think we can uh, begin construction and, and open up. 
Well, I look forward to having you back on to talk more, but I look at this building every day. It's right, that's right, it's kitty corner from where I work. So I'm very curious about what's going to happen with it. Andrew, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I really appreciate it. That's Andrew Wallace, Vice President Development of the Hudson's Bay Company, talking about that iconic space that they have, Georgia and Granville. And you know what? It needs something right? It is kind of unsustainable to continue in the shape that it's in. What will that be? They're talking about making a major change there that, you know, will be part of that, what they're planning as a a revitalization along Granville Street. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.